Hello and welcome to this episode of Demystified as we explore home cooking in a modern world. Hello, I'm Linda and I'm here with my friend Paul. How are you, You remembered Paul? your name this way. <laughs> and I luckily remembered your name. How Good are morning. you? I'm alright. You? Very uh, excited. Oh no, what's... Oh no, no, well it's just that we've ended our most recent lockdown. Yeah. We've got great vaccination rates, which means that uh, we are emerging from um, the, the limitations. Cave. I know, <laughs> that, that cave is called your home, but anyway. Yeah. Um, so yes, so it is pretty exciting today. Very exciting, can't you tell? But... I know, you look a bit overwhelmed, a yeah. bit underwhelmed really, but uh, yeah. I think you've had a big week. Yeah, big week, big week. Cooking or other stuff? Uh, other stuff. Um, not so much, not as much cooking as I'd like, but a little bit. Had a bit of a, a couple of mishaps. Which, you? Yeah, which we don't you? talk about that often. Yeah. And now oh. I'm throwing together the rainbow ice cream, mint flavoured ice cream cake, which I have to start now for next week so it gets done in time. So your little fella loves mint. Loves mint, loves ice cream. Oh, yes. loves mint ice cream and mint ice cream so all those colors that you're doing are all flavored mint correct yes nice. so, excellent but i mean i am taking the the lazy way out just buying the ice cream if i was going to be do it properly i'd make my own but i just for a six-year-old i think for a six-year-old i don't think he'll actually be able to tell the difference he'll be no. so excited from the day yes so but uh what have i done i redid my video for the delay start cooking tutorial nice. that we talked yeah. about last week um so i've just got to edit that and get that up and running and i've got another video sitting there waiting to go up so a few little bits and pieces happening i'm starting to think about christmas so if anyone's got any ideas of christmas content or recipes that they want we do have a bit of stuff there yeah um, we do. yeah but if there's something specific we're not going to do a taduken just so if anyone asks, that's not happening. We're not? No. What is a deducken? I don't even know. What that is. is that the the chicken inside the... The duck inside the chicken inside the goose? Yeah. So, I mean, oh, it can be done... A, that's a lot of... Come, can be done a lot of different ways, but if you want to go like the full extreme, quail inside a chicken, mm-hmm. that chicken filled with quail inside a duck, that duck filled with chicken and quail inside a goose... Mm-hmm. And then I think that goose inside a turkey. Lordy. Yeah, I've just... Are they all boned? No, well, I can't remember. I can't quite remember. That would not be good. Yeah, I can't quite remember. Each one. But the funny thing is, is effectively, if you think about it, everything but the bird on the outside is steamed. Ooh. So if you roast the turkey, which is what you would do, because of the moisture in the turkey and then work your way backwards... Goose, duck, chicken, quail, because they're not exposed to any heat, they would yeah. effectively okay. be steamed. I've never seen a really good one. I think people have done versions where they've boned them out and made it like a roulard and stuff like that. But yeah, I just, it's, yeah. No. So I, don't ask. I'd rather have each one separated and cooked well and differently. And I think separate. that, but I mean, there must be like, but must be a way. Yeah, good reason behind it, but yeah, not. I wonder. I I'm wonder. Not, maybe somewhere. Maybe we'd research that. Maybe next Christmas. Okay. Not this Christmas. Well, again, following on from last week, I 
was making some chicken sitzels and we had a little bit extra, so I thought I'd cook up the bit that I wasn't. Dougie went and bought two, but it, there was actually three. So I thought, oh, I'll make some extras for the next day. So I pulled out the two fry pans, the cast iron. Yes. And the, um, the I've got a really wide base uh, non-stick. And it was interesting to compare because they both went on at the same time. They both had the same amount of heat and they both had the same number of chicken fillet pieces mm. in there, which I cut the chicken fillet in half uh, through the thickness. And then, uh, so they're quite small. And yet how much quicker the cast iron one cooked and how much better it was at the at browning the chicken stencil at a low heat and I turned it off minutes like minutes and minutes and it was only like cooking for about six minutes seven mm. minutes so all up it was about five that I turned it off before I finished cooking in, in the wider base um, big non-stick fry pan um, and I thought that was interesting we talked about that a little yeah. bit with the, the so, way cast iron conducts heat but it was noticeably different even in a really short cook and you're incorrect in saying that they had the same heat when you initially heated it up so while the gas burner might have been the same cast iron takes longer to heat but while that is true it maintains heat better over time okay which is probably what you found so i would suggest to you that your cast iron pan while hot your other pan would have been hotter initially but as soon as you add load to it you add food load to it so you put something cool in it it loses its temperature so while your cast iron may well in truth have been cooler it's maintained that cooler temperature better and hasn't had the heat loss from the food load okay that makes sense yeah because i did uh, even turn it down yeah. Even once I put the chicken fillets in, I thought, wow, that's happening a lot quicker. Yeah. And uh, the overall taste was the same. Yeah. No, but just how they presented yeah. was uh, that nice golden brown crust. And I thought, gee, that's, that is a noticeable difference in that cast iron. Which is sometimes you can see differences in ovens too. So your oven, stainless steel interior, mm-hmm. my current coffee steam oven or a couple of the last ones that I've had have been enameled interiors so there's arguments to be had for what's better um, but what retains heat better because really that's what you're trying to maintain and retain good consistent temperature by when you're adding Mm. load so is your oven working as hard because it is your oven working hard because it doesn't maintain heat really well depends on the material Often, not always, but often. So you open a, you open the oven door to your oven, which is older, thin-walled stainless, or you open the door to my oven, which is thick-walled enamel. Says to me that more likely than not, my oven's not working as hard to maintain temperature. What's your oven like to clean? Yeah, we see, and that's where the that's where with a combi steam oven particularly it, it comes into that probably stainless is better or easier because mm. i the other day i looked at our bottom oven which doesn't get used a lot yeah. but i thought oh that really does need a good clean so about lunchtime i got out the uh 
Well, we call it like we have the brand nappy sand, but it's just that kind of soaking powder. And put it into hot water, took everything out of the bottom oven, trays and shelving. Yeah. And I soaked it until about seven o'clock at night. And then I just, it doesn't take long because it comes off pretty quickly. But they're so fiddly. Yeah. So about 8.30, I still packed up, rinsed off, put them back together and uh, still struggle with getting the side shells in, making sure that the the tracks come out the right way. I never get it right the first time. But that's a good... That's... That is such a... like, And that was a, an easy clean because yeah. the nappy sand does such a great job on them. On but the that's trays, a good tip gee. for everyone. Like your, your oven racks, your side racks where, you, where everything fits into, mm. even if you've got telescopic runners, because a lot of ovens these days have got yeah, greased one... telescopic runners. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, that nappy sand soaking trick is brilliant. Yeah, I'm like, not sure what the alternative brands would be, but it's blah. but it's that kind of stuff you put babies' nappies into. Heaven knows what it's doing to their little bottoms, but anyway. Yeah. But it's great for yeah, cleaning yeah, that. Really, really good for cleaning that. And it brings sparkle back. And it's stainless. easy to get it off. Yeah. It, you don't need of, much scrubbing. Yeah. You just have to make sure you get into all the nooks and crannies and but so I've banned water. us using that yeah. for six months. I do not want to touch that oven again. <laughs> Whereas the steam oven is so much easier yeah. to clean. Yeah, it's so much uh, interesting. Mm. And I've noticed too in the uh, one of the magazines we get um, the, uh, is it quarterly or monthly? Appliance. Beautiful big... Um, appliance retailer. Appliance yes. retailer, okay. There was a oven. How ovens are sort of changing again, and now there's a, a one that's got a sort of a double capacity space at the bottom, and then on top, where you used to have just all either induction or hobs, this one had a dedicated sous vide, yep. and gas hob, and a little section of uh, induction, and then a grill. Yeah. And I thought, crikey. Yeah, crikey. I do a lot of those. What. Americans term is rangers, range cookers. Yeah, but, but wow. We call them freestanders over yeah, here. Yeah. But yeah, the options are becoming like more that's and more. quite fancy. Yeah. And it? some of them yeah. like underneath the cooking surfaces, you sometimes have a double door which opens to a regular conventional oven. And what they're now doing is on the generally on the left hand side of that mm. is steam. They are, this one did. Yeah. On the, there was like a 18 centimetre door and a 30 something centimetre yeah. door, whatever. But the smaller one underneath the sous vide section yeah. can be steam. And I thought that is like a whole, like how exciting. And the price wasn't outstandingly expensive. It wasn't eye-watering. It you, was a, you, do, you do earn a bit, so, you know. I know, but like sometimes <laughs> you look at these and you go, ooh, that's yeah. a very expensive coffee. I'd have to... You know, make a lot of coffees to justify that little machine, but um, but this was like about fifteen grand Australian, which for what it is, like all yeah. those different appliances, and it was beautiful sort of you know unit to look at. I thought, wow, things have changed again. There yeah. seems to be another big leap up in appliances. For the flexibility of cooking, you get it's like anything; it'll you know it'll filter its way down and become cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. Like induction is now. When induction first yeah. hit the market, it was really yeah. not attainable to a lot of people. But now it's become, you know, more attainable, and more and more people are embracing induction. Not only because it's 
easier to clean, better to cook. Well, I think better to cook on generally. Um, but because it's more environmentally friendly than natural gas. Mm. Um, and a lot of, I know for a fact that a lot of ranges in America are now, it's the induction topped ranges are now outselling the traditional gas in oh, what wow. was a pretty traditional gas market, North America. I'm generalizing a bit. Well, I'd say it's the same here because. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it, here's a bit different. Australia is very state by state. So Victoria oh, really? is very gas centric. So if you went to a good retailer in Victoria, they would probably tell you that they sell two or three to one gas to induction. But in Queensland, it's easily the other way around, if not more. It's probably nine and a half to one. Oh, wow. Because there's not much natural gas up in Queensland. I was going to say, that's, we are very close to the gas fields. We yeah. have big processing plants here in Victoria. But there's also countries around the world that are now, uh, you can't have natural gas in a new build. Okay. So induction is becoming... And, and electric and electric ovens green, too. Yeah. Green, isn't it? Yeah. Because I mean, I've, you know, I've just moved. Green builds, yeah. And we oh, just yes. moved into a house with just the most shocking oven cooktop setup that I've experienced in a long time. And fortunately, I've got my barbecue, so that's getting a lot of work at the moment. But it's a gas oven, and I still remember back in the day when I first started cooking using gas ovens, but they're just horrific. I just can't like I can't come at it. It's, the temperature is just all over the show. It just doesn't feel safe anymore. I don't know. And it's just, it doesn't perform. Like, so I'm going to spend some coin now and pull out the oven in a rental and put my own oven and cooktop in because I just can't, I can't bear the thought of even like living there for 12 months using a, a gas hob and a gas oven. I don't know. I think... Um I, think, I don't think you've... Being my accountant, you're going to tell me that crap. it's a waste of money. No, no. I just, like, over the years, until until we got these Bosch ovens when we renovated, I've always had gas. Yeah. And every house I've lived in, except for when I was a really young kid, we had an electric one because we couldn't get gas where we yeah. were living. And I've, you know, grown up sort of learning how to flick matches just about at the, the gas at the yeah. back when it all... Because the igniting button always goes out. Yeah. And so you have to have, Ours, our, you know... In our current house, we don't even have an igniting button. Right. It's we're, pretty we're bad. We're back to matches. That's really... I see. And so I've I'm got... too old. I know. You know like, I know. And you've been around too long to... But I just can't deal. I do miss all that. Well, not really. Nah. When And not when I've cooked up. One of the things I've noticed when uh, in the house we were living in, that we had a gas oven and it had the worst seals... And the number of times I'd cook up, we'd get friends and their kids around and I'd yeah. have 28 things going at once. And then I'd notice that those potatoes, I don't think they're browning. My mum had, had, had my dad build like a door latch system to try and hold the oven door closed so it could keep heat in it. Yeah. Like, it was just... Friends of ours used to hold theirs together with a wrench. Yeah, but it just shows you... Like, that's... I mean, that's probably now... What? 30 years. Yeah? Since that oven my mum had. But in 30 years, the advance in 
advancement in technology. Now you're sitting here talking about a freestanding range that's got a sous vide bath, a teppanyaki plate, a gas hob, induction hob, combi steam oven, and regular oven all built into the one unit. Mm. Like in 30 years, like people talk about the advancements in technology with automobiles like cars, like it's a pretty big leap in a short amount of time to what you could do back then and what you can do now. Like even look at things like temperature probes and stuff like that. You can now get wireless Wi-Fi. Yeah. You can I can if if I'm overseas on work and my partner's at home and she's cooking something with the temperature probe, I can actually meddle with it and change what's going on. Because yes. I can see it on the app. Like I can As against what she would be doing, yeah. which is getting Chinese takeaway Correct. in Correct. Yeah. But you know, it's it's Yeah, no, it's, it's it is amazing. And yeah. In fact, while I mentioned that friend of ours, thank you, Jane Davies, for actually inspiring me to research the two ovens back in the back in 2012 and 2013, which led me to buy our little combi steam, which has led us to here. But it has to be said, there is a perfectly good downdraft, one of the best downdraft cooktops. Sitting yeah, in our storeroom. I know. Well, waiting now, to be installed. Now at that your we can. Palace. I don't think our palace, <laughs> our 14 and a half square palace, um, I don't think until until today that we've been allowed to have, because I don't think replacing a perfectly good hob with a um, induction cooktop qualified as emergency. No, that's true. Uh, emergency work on a house. No, that, that's quite So true. now we can... Um, but we've been talking about this for two years, let's be honest. And where have we Push been on. for two years? <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> in Victoria here, baby. But it'll be interesting to see, given that you've <clears throat> been cooking on gas for a while. Well, let's just say coming up to... Well, how old am I? Minus It'll be 40, 40 years. Yeah, you know exactly that Let's there's just, another 10 on be there. 40 years there's you've been cooking. There's another 10. You'd be cooking on gas. Yeah. So to see you go from that to induction, I think would be very interesting. Mm. Because, and this is a question that I often get asked is, is, you know, how long does it take to get used to? It takes most people about one or two cooks, so a day, a day and a half to get used to and I mean we spend a lot of time the other thing that I've been thinking a lot about recently is we spend a lot of time talking about ovens and ovens are seen to be especially in Australia are seen to be the cornerstone of the or the starting purchase of the, the kitchen suite purchase right so you yeah, you you you, you, build you pick your ovens, yeah, and then you pick your cooktops and wall based. yeah, integrated, flush yeah. mounted, like you know, everything else comes refrigerator, yeah. dishwasher, wine cabinet, like whatever. But the funny thing is, is if you look at it, the two most used products in your kitchen, what are they? The hob and the sink. The sink isn't a product. Oh, isn't it? That's a product. It's a sink. I don't care about sinks. Okay. Kettle. Try again. Uh oh, I'm failing. Yeah. Just tell me. Fridge. Oh yeah. Okay. So your refrigerator and your hob are probably the two most used products. So most people will use their like most, and I'm generalising. You maybe four times a week, maybe, and that's a high user. That's it. And that's why when you're shopping around, this is good for people who are doing a reno or shopping around. Have it if you're buying wall-mounted ovens, let's say, or under-bench under ovens, not a freestanding range, 
if you're buying um, anything other than a freestanding range, you'll often see that ovens will have a longer warranty period because they're used less versus your cooktop. Ah, okay, it makes sense. Yeah, not all the time. No, but, but just if you are shopping around, make sure you have a look at the warranty periods for, especially your cooktop, because they're used more. Hmm. How many times? Uh, how many times would you use your cooktop versus your oven? Realistically, like remember, you've got a job. Yeah. Day to day, you know. Well, also that. Um... Also with ours, because we're using steam ovens so much more, so it is a bit different for us because... Yeah. But yeah, the bottom oven, hardly at all. Yeah. Like but really. it's, a, it's... And uh, it's a great oven. It's not like it's not a good oven. Yeah. But, uh, but no, we just don't use it. It's, it is the overflow oven. Mm. And uh, it's, yet it's so much bigger. Even though it gets dirtier. Yeah. But anyway. Well, that's but, interesting. Well, thanks for that. Well, I don't know if we've really covered Do you know what you're today? going to... Um, what you're going to put into your house for the next 12 months? I'll probably... There's a couple of comics tables floating around, <laughs> so I might take one of those and um, I'll have a look at how there's much... There's an induction floating around as well, apparently. Yeah, I'm not going to go to those links for a rental, so I'll have a look how much power I've got going into that house. I've got a very small space to work in, so... I might, um, I know a few people in the appliance game, so I might be able to get my hands on a cooktop, I think. I'm not too fussed about that. So it may well be a gas cooktop, but at least it'll have flame failure, which is what we don't have at the moment, So, which is important to me. Okay. So flame failure is, is when if a gust oh, of yes. breeze yeah, blows the it. flame yeah. out, gas stops flying. Yeah. That's helpful. In ours, a family? Ours doesn't. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it still legal? No, so 2017, oh, the, the laws came in, but I think this was fitted in 1862. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do live in an old part of Melbourne. Yes, I do. Well, thank you for that. Well, we Mr. haven't Mouncy. really covered anything, but we'll cover some. You've got to come up with the topics for this, you know. Me? Time for you to put some effort in. You're the brains behind this, baby. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, there we go. Well, happy cooking, everybody. Happy yes. cooking, Paul. Good luck with your search. We'll speak to you next week. And we'll uh, speak next week. Take care. Happy cooking, everybody. Bye. See ya. Thanks for listening to this podcast as we explore home cooking in the modern world. We'd love you to subscribe. And for more information, please go to our website, cookingwithsteam.com.